Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from Magento. Start your no risk trial today at magemail.co. And by TaxJar. After simple installation, get accurate sales tax collection, detailed state reporting, and filing. Then get back to the business of running your business. Visit TaxJar today at taxjar.com slash magetalk and receive a 30-day free trial. And by ShipHawk. ShipHawk helps you improve your sales and increase efficiency by automating the logistics process from checkout to delivery. Visit ShipHawk today at go.shiphawk.com slash magetalk. Welcome to Mage Talk episode 57, the Magento Community Podcast. We continue our Christmas in July series with our Wednesday edition. As you can tell we had some technical difficulties with our recording software, but we hope everything will be back up and running for the Thursday episode. We had the pleasure of sitting down with the lovely and talented couple from Shiro Designs in upstate New York. We met with them at the Internet Retailer Conference and Exhibition in June. Let's go now to the show floor. Welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. And uh, we are back with the interview series brought to you by Something Digital Live at IRCE 2015. And I have here two of my new favorite people. Um, and I, I didn't really get a chance to even uh, meet them at Imagine, but I saw them uh, kind of walking around uh, at Imagine. And ever since then, and I don't, I don't know if it's because I'm building suspense, you see what I'm doing? Um, I don't know if it's because I just never noticed or if it's because they've just come on really strong in the past few months, but ever since Imagine, I've been seeing Shero designs everywhere. On Twitter, uh, people are mentioning it. It's uh, Kimberly Thomas is like, do you know Shero Designs? And Karen Baker is like, do you know Shero Designs? And I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I really need to know who they are. Uh, so welcome today, uh, Beth and Gentian uh, from Shero Designs. Welcome to Mage Talk. Um, let's start with Beth. Right, and let's see. I'd like to hear a little bit about um, you and like where you're from, how you started Chero, and you know, uh, you know what you see in the Magento community. Absolutely, thank you, Philip. Um, so I'm Beth Chero, and from Chero Designs. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am from New York, native New Yorker, um, upstate New York, Tivoli, uh, and. We have our office in Poughkeepsie, so we're in a very nice area called the Hudson Valley. Nice. Um, and I have a graphic design background, um, and uh, once I graduated, I realized that uh, that wasn't really going far for me. Um, as much as I love design, it was quite limited. <laughs> so I learned how to code uh, front-end websites, um, and I loved it, and I did application design and development, like flex apps, and mm. did action script and flash, you wow. know, during that time. Um, so I had a lot of fun with that, but uh, realized that was coming to its death, let's yeah. say. Um, and then we started doing e-commerce once we started our business uh, in 2010. Um, yeah, so we've been in business five years now, um, specializing in e-commerce and Magento, and it's something we really love and have a passion for. Um, and, you know, really specialize in customer service and giving a lot of care and effort in creating a partnership between our customers and us. Nice. And uh, so husband and wife team, right? And uh, so give me a little bit of a, uh, it sounds like I, I really didn't peg you for a flex developer. That kind of blows my mind. Um, and I, I've been saying you're the brains of the operation, but I, we all know that, you know, behind every uh, strong and powerful woman is an even stronger and more powerful man. No, that's terrible. I shouldn't say things like that. Um, 
And so, Gintian, tell me a little bit about you and uh, what you bring to the table at Shero. Yeah. Hi, Philip. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh, so, uh, my name is uh, Gentian Shero, and I'm Albanian originally, um, and a proud American, of course. You know, like I was born and raised in Albania, then uh, um, I have lived in various countries all over Europe. I speak five languages. Uh, wow. I. Uh, even though we do, you know, like we manage uh, our uh, e-commerce uh, agency business, um, I have a background in history and international relations for my undergraduate uh, studies, and then I studied at SUNY Albany at the graduate level uh, ah, okay. history again. But uh, I really love starting to come together. How you may know each other? Yeah. Okay. But I really love, you know, like interacting with people and customer service, and I really enjoy. Uh, getting to know people and learning about their problems and uh, how we can help them and help ourselves, you know, like together to work uh, as a beehive, you know, and uh, for, um, you know, like just helping all involved. Hence his love for bees. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so you guys actually, um, this came out <laughs> recently, uh, that you guys actually raise bees, right? Uh, in the beekeeping uh, yeah. word, that is called we are beekeepers. No, you raise bees. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're all natural, um, organic bees, uh, artisan-crafted bees. Yes. Uh, we, uh, besides um, uh, working, you know, like in the e-commerce world, um, we are homesteaders, or especially me, so we do, like, uh, beekeeping. Uh, I do around 300 bottles of wine each year. Um, um I do a lot of gardening. I have uh, I hunt with my dogs, you know, like uh, that uh, I have with uh, with our dachshunds, and uh, so I try to balance, you know, like um, life between technology and uh, being online all the time or in front of a computer, and uh, you know, like being back in nature, you know, like as as much as I can, and you know, like uh, living very simply, and um, uh, you know, like um, just working with nature versus, you know, so yeah. So for a company that's uh, specialized, I mean, you put design right in the name. So my guess is that you, you, you spend a lot of time and a lot of thought in, in the process of, you know, crafting that user experience. That's what I hear when you're talking. Tell me a little bit about how, um, how you use Magento uh, to create immersive customer shopping experiences. Let's do both. Let's start okay. with that. Um, well, since I have a design background, that's kind of where our name came from. You know, we first started the business thinking we would do more design, but then realized that wasn't, you know, our driving passion. Um, so we use those skills that we've learned, um, you know, through application design, website design in general, and started to really focus and understand conversions and how the user experience needs to evolve to make sales online, and then even more focusing more on brand awareness and creating a story and bringing the whole picture together as one unit that can help you sell online and really understanding the brand and the company and their mission and goal long term um, and how we can envision that through design on the website is our pretty main focus and then of course making it responsive and a great right. user experience. Right. So you've been doing this for five years. Well, what would you say in the five years that you've been doing? I skipped you. I'll come back. Sorry. Uh, in the five years that you've been doing uh, e-commerce, what 
you mentioned responsive. What are the, the biggest changes that have happened in the industry and how have they impacted you in your business? Uh, the biggest changes, um, there are quite a few of them, but uh, most importantly is that uh, in the past two years, everybody has been uh, using mobile, you know, to navigate the web. Uh, and of course, you know, like an increasing number of customers, users today, you know, like buy right. from their uh, mobile devices. So uh, for us, you know, like in the past year and a half almost, we have been um, due to this demand and even our customers, you know, like bringing up uh, the word responsive or mobile friendly website uh, or store, you know, like uh, we have uh, changed um, the way that we do business so we don't do any more like regular websites we refuse to do so we build only responsive and uh, uh, that uh, makes the website you know it, may, it makes for less work uh, it makes a little bit more work in the beginning but uh, in the long term you know like you don't have to run two different right. separate websites right. Uh, right. you know a mobile version and a desktop version of it so yeah so uh, we're very excited to be doing uh, responsive design and uh it is pretty cool, you know, like, and... Uh, I feel like I used to, we used to have to justify why we would ever pitch responsive design to, to a client. So it, two years ago, not even two years ago, year and a half ago, yeah. we used to have to sit and say, listen, it adds more time up front, but then you don't have to build a mobile site and it's, it's going to lead to better conversion rates. Mobile's kind of coming up. You don't have to, and we would, we would have to give this whole pitch and nobody would buy into it. And now people are coming to us. In the last 18 months, it's changed. People come to us and they say, it's going to be responsive, right? Like, we need responsive. Yeah, it's not even a question anymore. Right. It's just like, it, it's responsive. Like, why would you even ask for it? It's got to be, right. you know, because everyone's on their mobile device. Um, and also to add to your question, um, another big thing that we've seen is integrations. The omni-channel, mm. you know, is a big word these days so we do a lot of integrations with point of sale systems like counterpoint erps have been really big in the past six months so we've been connecting to blue cherry um rlm you know just creating that you know greater experience and making it easier for the customer to run their business so um blue cherry i've done a lot of work with with blue cherry as an erp uh in the fashion space um so do you guys do a lot of fashion Tell me a little bit about some of the verticals that you guys focus on at Shero. Um, well, we we work with a variety of customers from uh, retail uh, businesses, uh, a good chunk of our business, and then uh, fashion industry. You know, um, I, do you want me to mention brands or? I mean, you, if you'd like to, go for it. But yeah. I don't feel compelled to. Yeah. So we have done, you know, like retail, fashion, nonprofit. Uh, one of our big non-profit customers is the Guggenheim Museum. Okay. We have done uh, the New York Times website. Uh, if you go to nytimes.com forward slash store, you know, like uh, we built uh, the New York Times website in uh, cooperation with the New York Times team, of course. Uh, and then we have uh, some... Is that on Magento? Yes, on Magento Enterprise. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, and then, you know, like we have quite a few customers in New York City. We have customers as far as Japan, uh, again, in the fashion uh, world and industry. So. I don't want to be, I don't want to profess to know everybody, but I'm trying to figure out how in the world it took me five years to find out who you guys were. Um, do you just keep kind of a low profile? You're not in the partner system. 
So I know that. That's probably the reason why I don't know you. Um, but now I'm starting to see you everywhere. Um, are you just doing a better job of being on social media? Or what's changed that brings you to mind so much? Um, honestly, we are just being ourselves. You know, like uh, we have kept a low profile. We continue to keep a low profile. Uh, we just try to make customers happy and to work with customers that we think the same, that we are on the same page, that we don't base our price on uh, on numbers, but we base it on the value that we bring to the table. And uh, by sticking to what we believe and what makes us happy and makes our customers happy that, you know, like we have a synergy with our customers, that we think the same, we have the same goals to help them grow and uh, simultaneously, you know, like help us grow, you know, like we have become to, you know, to be where, where we are right now, you know, so. Tell me a little bit about the, um, how you guys are set up. Do you have your own in-house developers? Tell, give me a little bit of a feel for how you guys are structured. Absolutely. Um, we have a full in-house staff of, uh, 10 developers. Um, so we work very closely together and, uh, we focus on that now as we grow um, because it's easier for us to scale at that mode in-house um, and just keep things consistent and making sure that everyone's doing a really good job at everything that they specialize in. Mm. Um, and we're really conscious of that growth. We don't over want to exceed our growth where our, you know, what we're producing is just not good anymore. So like, we're just like really conscious of that and want to grow at a good scale and keeping things in house is helping us do that until we take it further. Magento Technology Partner. TaxJar automates your sales tax rate calculations without breaking the checkout. It summarizes your sales tax reporting by state and local jurisdictions, and it even files your returns automatically. Installation is fast and easy, and so is the pricing. There are no contracts and no annoying salespeople. Stop spending time on sales tax. Get back to growing your business. Visit TaxJar today at taxjar.com slash talk for Magento sales tax done right. And by Shiphawk. Shiphawk is revolutionizing e-commerce by automating the entire logistics process. No matter how big, how many, or how diverse items are to be shipped, Shiphawk's unique solution offers instant price comparison, optimal delivery options, and intelligent packaging solutions that minimize costs and improve your sales. Shiphawk brings shipping into the digital age, arming you with the intelligence needed to make better shipping decisions and to grow your business. And MageTalk listeners get two months free when they commit to a 12-month contract. Visit ShipHawk today at go.shiphawk.com slash magetalk. Um, one of the things that I see uh, a lot of, and I, I've, I've talked a lot on Mage Talk about, is the allure of being a product company. When you're a services company, you always want to be a product company, and I see this a lot. Um, 
uh, just to mention a few because uh, they're obvious. Uh, but you know, Llama, uh, Classy Llama has Nucleus. Um, they've had other things like Llama Desk. Like they're always kind of venturing in that way. Um, Creativity just did it too with Launchpad. Um, uh, where do you see? How do you see your guys? How do you see Shero Designs fitting in? Are you like? It sounds like you're, you keep things really close to the chest. You have a, uh, a, a very small, targeted group of people. You're not trying to be Gorilla. You're not trying to be Cora, But you've carved out this really cool niche for yourself. Um, do you ever get fascinated with the product side of things? Do you ever have these like um, evil genius plans? Like, What do you think? I, I do get very excited, and I'm, you know, like... Uh, Honestly, you know, like in a good sense, I feel very envious of them. Like, right. wow, so, wow, they are doing so good and they serve as really good role models. So, yeah, um, I personally uh, do admire the uh, companies, um, agencies that are way bigger than us that uh, come up or uh, release new products. Uh, uh, it is uh, really cool and, you know, like we like, look at them as role models however it comes down to like for me personally and for our team it's like what makes you happy how big can you get and is there a limit you know like to yeah. that you know so for me it is not necessary that I have that as the ultimate dream I just want to have like very simple things you know like to be able to not owe anybody money to any investor or anything <laughs> you know that, that's that's a great you know it it's actually seems like a far-fetched dream nowadays that's great yeah, and to pay our employees well, yeah. you know, like to give them like, hey, their 401ks as much as we can put towards that, you know, like um, do lunches once or twice a week and provide a great working environment with a small team, you know, that maybe it can get bigger, but that we are all family, that we all work as a team. And, you know, in sports, you know, like when you are a team, you have to like very closely work together for your team to, yeah. to win the game or yeah. to be like the number one. It doesn't matter, you know, like how many... Uh, well, you win as a team, and you and you lose as a team, right? Like it's it's every player counts. Every single person contributes something, right? Especially when you're, especially when you're. Um, uh, I'm counting twelve based on what you said. It could be a fewer, even more than that. But it, anything that's under fifty, in my <laughs> my opinion, when you have you know that few people, everybody wears a, uh, a few different hats, and everybody's really being. Uh, Everybody's pitching in to see the success, right? And uh, and and what I like about that, and you correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, people. Everybody knows what's going on with everything, right? That and I, that's actually that's a really good thing, because you have so many people that are everybody's watching each other's back, right? There's nothing that's really missed. Um, so, how do you retain talent? How do you find talent? How do you train talent? Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, we have a number of different kinds of talent because we have design and then we have developers. Right. So designers are a little bit easier because we have a lot of colleges in our area. So we kind of see their talent early on and then bring them on and I, you know, we work on training them. Um, developers are much more challenging in our area. We are not in a major city. <laughs> um, so we try to find um, raw talent wherever we can. Um, they usually have to have at least some background of PHP or, you know, have a really good handle on some sort of coding. 
Um, we've taken people from IBM and trained them and taught them PHP and Magento. So, you know, as long as they have some sort of knowledge and background, we take them on and we train them over six months, you know, a year if necessary. It really depends. Um, the main thing that we look for is that they fit in with our culture and that they're willing and eager to learn. And then if they have that, then we will invest time with them because we see them as a tool, as an asset that we want to grow as for our team. And they, you know, they're our, our family, basically. They become the right. Shero family for us. Right. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, so um, that's what we do. And uh, for me, is I say to new people, hey, you have to be, to want to be here, if you don't want to be here to be doing this, you know, like you don't, you do not help yourself first, and you know, the team that you are a part of, and second, show up. You know, if you show up, showing up is half of the job, I yeah. say, because <laughs> a lot of people want to work and want to do this and that and make it big and make big money. But if you don't, you know, like work your butt off, you know, like you'll never make it to to be exceptional. You can be the average guy, but you know, like there are too many of them, and you know, so yeah. It's interesting. Somebody, um, somebody recently, I had this. I have this good friend of mine who's in financial services, and uh, which is not so far off from the type of work we all do, yeah. right? We're actually a, a lot closer to lawyers and and accountants than we'd like to think. We we like to think we're like these these creative mad geniuses, but in actuality, we're we're just doing professional services. That's what we're we're highly trained, highly skilled in very specific areas. You know, if you were going to go by, that's what I don't understand about you know, these really big Magento firms have like swarms of salespeople. If you're going to go hire a lawyer, you're not going to go talk to a salesperson. You're going to go to the lawyer. You're going to talk to the lawyer. You're going to find out if he can help you. And that's, that's how I kind of see us too. So I identify with what you're saying. Um, our, um, oh, so my friend in financial services, uh, he was saying, uh, his thing with recruiting is there's 52 cards in a, in a common deck of cards and everybody wants the ace. Right, we all want the ace, but there's only four in the deck, right? You need 48 other cards too. Every single one of them are important. And if you don't have the two of clubs, you don't have the five of spades, it's not a full deck. You have to have the full deck. And so it's really hard to hire to find aces. And anyway, I, it sounds like you have a really great training and, and um, onboarding strategy. It helps that you have uh, a, a pool of college graduates and things. We just don't, I, we've struggled at that and we've gotten better in, in recent years because we're more intentional about it. But any advice to people that are just starting out, um, that, are, that are looking to, you know, scale their business the way you guys have done? What do you think you could, if you had to talk to yourself five years ago, what would you tell yourself? Um, yeah, well, there are multiple ways that, that my thing is, you cannot be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Have a goal, narrow it down. You cannot be doing, you know, like application development, extension development, uh, backend development, frontend development, uh, running AdWord campaigns for, for your customers. Uh, you name it, you know, like you can just do, when you are like a small team, just do one thing, find your niche and do it perfectly. That's what I would suggest to them. Second is have good systems in place have um, have a support system that from the beginning even if you are one person so that you can look good you can look like a proper company because it is not it is not just you know like you you have it's not that um, you know like, okay if you can do have if you can have the support system uh, in place no that's a must it's you know like it's what is expected of your industry make sure that you know like you connect with 
partners in your industry, go in like meetups, uh, read, you know, like, and the biggest thing that we do and I still do, you know, like, um, you can Google Magento Pricing, for example, you'll see we come number one on Google or, or anywhere, even above Magento. And we blog majorly. We love to share what Content we learn. Generation. Yes, so we do inbound marketing app. That's what my area of specialty is. That we share what we learn. We don't try to keep anything hidden, you know, like we just give it to people. Hey, this is how we figured out this problem. We make it a blog post, we say to our staff, you know, and share it. And based on that, you know, like we get around 20 leads a week, you know, like that. We, but we don't work with anybody. We turn them down, you know, like a lot of them. So we have more business that we can handle because, you know, like uh, with inbound marketing and, you know, like we try to, to, to focus on one thing and that is just do front-end responsive design and Magento back-end development. Uh, and that's what we do perfectly and that's what I would recommend to people that are just getting started or, you know, like maybe are even are even bigger than us, you know, like uh, so just do one thing, do it perfectly, you know, like, because I don't know, I don't know, like, uh, somebody that can, is a carpenter, and somebody that is, you know, like a plumber, and, yeah. and it's, you know, like, um, yeah. everything. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much uh, for taking time out. Is there anything you learned at IRCE, or anything that you thought about IRCE that you'd like to share? What's the first thing that comes to mind? What, what, what's your takeaway from here? When you go back and you write a blog post about IRCE, what will you say? I would say that the biggest thing that we got out of it was really making connections and new partners. Um, and then I, one of the, the uh, presentations, keynotes that we saw this morning um, with 1-800-Flowers uh, um, was with Christopher McCann. Uh, we talked about failure and that, you know, when you fail, it's not a bad thing. It's, you know, it's what you learn from it and what you gain from it. And I think that's, you know, the biggest thing you can say from anything in life. And, you know, you can fall on your face a hundred times, but it's what you do afterwards and how you succeed from there. I mean, everybody's going to fall on their face. You just yeah. got to keep on going. And I think that's like one of the biggest things for us, you know, we've learned and kind of stumbled and maybe made mistakes, but where did we go from there? We only want to do greater and better things and work with our partners to learn whatever we can from them and be better and greater, you know, as a whole and work together with people that are great. No one's allowed to say anything else. That's a perfect place to end. Uh, Gentian and Beth, Shero, Shero Designs. Uh, where can we find you online? Shero-Designs.com, maybe? Okay, and, uh, uh, you know, hopefully they have 20 leads a week. They can't handle all the business, but maybe if you want to work with them, give them a shout. You should follow them on Twitter, too. Is it Shero Designs on Twitter? Shero Designs on Twitter, S-H-E-R-O Designs, and um, they're, they're, they're fantastic. Great Magento, um, great Magento resource online, and uh, really just an amazing group of people. I'm really glad to get to know you guys, so thank you for coming on the podcast. This is pretty neat. Kaylin is a duty head. Poopy. Poopy. So much poopy.